This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is my report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Laura Elizabeth as Lyric, and Tyler Hewitt as Alto. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band escaped the death world of Tren at a high cost. Valentine sacrificed Horatio, the Doctor, and the remaining ship of the Astral Line. Alto flew the ship away from the world, and Lyric discovered the Tech Priest in stasis. Will this dethroned Tech Priest turn out to be friend or foe? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. Adeptus Arbides Log You know, when they send you out, You always think, it's fine, I won't have to make any stops along the way. But then, you find out about someone doing something truly horrific. Something so offensive to the Imperium itself, that you must make a detour. That is the man I have locked up. And that is the man I plan to torture once I have dealt with this fucking planet. Lyric, you find that very man in your arms. Uh, he's a Paul Bettany looking motherfucker. Um, he is heavy. Um, he's wearing, um, a, uh, sort of a, a beautiful crimson robe, uh, that is stained and ragged and has clearly, uh, seen a bit too, too much action. It's, it's caked with grease and this kind of odd, um, sort of like, um, foul smelling, um, mist that is still dumping out of the stasis pod. Um, you are struck by the weight of, of this man and um, similar to kind of, I think, what you would have discovered um, with um, Alta making like minor modifications to himself over the years. Um, you can feel just how much metal is on this guy. Um, and as he kind of grips your shoulder um, for support, um, you can feel that um, several of his fingers are um, mechanical, but a couple of them are still organic. Um, and uh, like, I think a good visual clue for kind of... Um, Tech priest in general, but specifically this fella, 
is uh, very much almost in a Borg way where there's just like a bunch of random tech, not in like the full Borg like servo arm, but yeah. um, more like in a seven of nine or the reclamation project in Picard kind of like, there's still like lots of bits. Um, but uh, to your surprise, uh, a lot of this looks um, closer to what you would have seen um, back on your, your planet uh, in terms of um, some of the enhancements people gave themselves. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. You you know you're you're someone who's seen some pretty rough gang self surgeries and this definitely yeah. looks like a, a lot of self surgery. This is like this is a backdoor. Yeah 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 or or literally yeah. just like um well it, it's a little bit like trying to cut your own hair where you're like I can mostly get the angle but not quite. Um <clears throat> so uh he uh he kind of um uh he's got um very much like a sort of uh, half his forehead and, and uh like a, a Phantom of the Opera level of um technology built into his face. Um, you can see that it's uh, it's been um, seemingly uh, painted some time ago um, with flames, uh, like you'd put on the side of a sports car. Um, and he uh, he kind of like coughs out um, a slurry of this um, sort of uh, stasis pod garbage um, kind of on the floor between you. Uh, and he just looks up and he says, uh, well, uh, he- hello, new friend. Uh, I I just immediately like push him off um, and. Can you roll like, me uh, an athletics check, please? He's a oh. heavy some bitch. Okay, <clears throat> I attempt so, to push him off. Yeah, I think the instinct is just like get the fuck off me, as you would, because he's also like you know he's a tallish guy, but he's also he's not he's slight, like he's not built. But as you start to push, you realize like it's it's a flesh sack of metal. Um, okay. So I'm going to say uh, difficulty of one. It's not tremendously hard. It's just surprising. It's not not what you're hoping for. Uh, okay. So one purple. Um, I'm going to give you uh, a setback uh, just because of all the weird like mist and guck. Um, and um, <clears throat> in terms of story points, um, we're going to say uh, let's just go with a straight three and three on this one. All right. All right, can I roll? Yeah, so this will be your brawn and your athletics, please. Cool. Uh, four successes and one failure. Wait, end result, three successes. Fuck, I keep reading that. Mm-hmm. All good. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, you shove him, shove him up and off. And again, it's it's more effort than you intended, but you're you're strong. Um, yeah. Admittedly wounded everyone's very wounded um <laughs> incredibly wounded <laughs> uh but also he he can't like he's he's like bambi on the ice like he doesn't have his legs yet um so as you push him he just kind of like um dead weight stumbles and collapses off the side um i think uh, we talked a little bit about the interior of the ship looking a bit like the the quinjet from the avengers movies um mm-hmm. or the blackbird from x-men so um you are um sort of near the rear of the ship uh where the stasis pod is um, however, it is a large open space. So for um, you two gents in the cockpit, um, you definitely hear like a large metallic clang um, as, as this happens. And um, Alto, you had just seen the the state like the 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 status uh, stasis piece blink off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Acri's like, "Well, shit, we got a stowaway." Um, and. Uh- if Alto looks over his shoulder, can he see the situation behind? Yeah, him? it's 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 kind of probably about like cockpit? five meters back uh, and down a little flight of stairs. So if okay. you think about where uh, like Hulk and Widow hang out in um, 
anytime they have to have a weird relationship conversation that gets completely ignored in later films. Um, it's it's kind of down basically in the cargo right. okay. cargo section. Um, <laughs> so I've by this point I've like drawn my shock whip. <clears throat> I think yeah I think Alto will stay at the wheel and just um, kind of turn to um, uh, Valentine and say uh, uh, I think whatever was in stasis is out of stasis now. Uh, would you mind helping out Lyric if she needs it? Oh, she seems to be all right right now. Why don't we keep it focused? All right, you do the flying. Now, Acri is beside you, correct? Yeah. Wonderful. Can I borrow Acri for a moment? Uh, Acri, I can't speak to him and know if he's receiving this, so I'm just going to have to trust you to relay. Could Acri pull up the files on whoever the chug just fell out of stasis? That would be wonderful. Lyric! Uh, point a gun at them! <laughs> I already have my fucking whip. Get back here. Uh, please, Everyone. please, Mr. Valentine, could you make sure she's okay? Uh, what he'll do is just activate his refractor field and then just turn his chair around and be like, yes, I can see what's going on. Let's find out the information we have. And just raise his uh. bolt. Um, so, um, Acri, um, does a little bit of, uh, of fast hacking. Um, Tyler, I think we're going to use your tech use, um, for Acri. Sure. Um, I'll say he gives you, um, uh, two boost dice, uh, because he's, um, literally plugged in. Um, but rather than, uh, having, uh, the guy with all the tech skills sit by while an NPC does the work, uh, let's have you roll some dice. Um, so, uh, I'm going to say this is a difficulty of four, uh, so four purple, um, and I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade one to a red. Okay. Uh, so we're at four and two in your favor now. Um, the uh, despite having uh, met his end um, uh, fighting the administratum down on the planet, uh, this uh, well, I know he didn't. He he died of old age. <laughs> I keep forgetting when he died. Um, having died of old age, training uh, uh, no doubt a long line of arbitrators who will surely survive and go off planet <laughs> with their new friends and not be betrayed and left for dead. Um, uh, he, uh, he's encrypted the hell out of this. Like this is, this is like a top level encryption. Quite frankly, from, from a glance, this isn't something this guy should have been dealing with. This must've been a pretty, like, this is the, the equivalent of being like, we've quartered a serial killer, send the patrol cop. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so, okay. um, so Tom, random question to possibly add boost dice, possibly not. I'm imagining Valentine would have a number of inquisitorial codes that might work in, you know, general systems to kind of bump stuff. I don't know if that would apply in this case, but is there any way with the rosette or that kind of thing that he could data spike I'm going to say in this case, no, um, only because it's a personal encryption. Um, that makes sense. I will say uh, Dark Heresy isn't built for, um, a, for an inquisitor in the party. Um, so, uh, you will find places where narratively it might make sense that an inquisitor might magically have access or overrides. Um, but, uh, given that you never really passed the test and, or were officially, uh, inducted yeah, it was as a battlefield such. promotion. I'm fine with it. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm never going to argue. With oh, you. no, no. I just wanted to lay that groundwork. Um, because that's the kind of thing that would kind of irk me, uh, throughout it's, you know, it's like when the X-Men are like, Oh no, a door. We can't get through that. I'm like, all of you have something that gets you through that door. Fuck off. Um, but yes, in this case, it, it seems like a personal encryption. Um, if it was just a standard um, imperial thing, absolutely. But in this case, it's it's his. Uh, Tyler. All right, ready to roll. Four successes, four advantages. 
Nice. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just say the Inquisitor did it. He did it. Um, <laughs> I was saying, Tom, for the sake of narrative consistency, do we want to say Acri is now the voice of our computer in a Star Trek sense? Oh, 100%. Yes, that is no. that is the, the plan. Um, so, uh, yes, a... Um, uh, also, kind of working with with Acri, um, you find a bunch of hard coding, but it's just kind of fun. It's like, oh, cool puzzle, <laughs> great, I like these. Yeah. Um, so, just like uh, Lex figuring out how to lock the doors in Jurassic Park, you um, quickly move through a bunch of weird archaic systems uh, to find uh, the files. So it turns out um, that uh, this uh, tech priest, uh, his name is um, Haldron Blackhand. Um, his file is uh, carries several um, Arbides uh, encryptions. Um, I think uh, Valentine, you're not actually really paying attention to this. You just want to hear it, right? Um, he's got his slate, so like if he can get a copy to skim through, okay. he would because he'd trust himself. I think to be more perceptive about what'll affect them than yeah, Acri or Alto. Um, okay, so to your eye, Valentine, this definitely looks like uh, like an open bounty situation. Um, and you can tell from the wording that uh, it's being underplayed. Um, you've seen this before, um, in particular with kind of local administrators or local system administrators. Um, and it, honestly, it's it's the way you would have distributed it as well. Um, uh, you can see there's some suggestion of um, uh, desertion, um, dereliction of duty, uh, escaping with classified um, documents and technologies. Um, but reading between the lines, uh, you you see a pretty decent suggestion of, of heresy, particularly for a tech priest, because as you know, um, tech priests are, are like the the super engineers of of the forty k universe. But they literally worship uh, the machine spirit, and they have a bit of a, a holy spirit thing going, where it's like they have a weird third thing that they like uh, that everyone's just kind of like, oh, it's also the emperor, and they're like, is it though? So if one of these guys goes. Um, like goes rogue, that's a real big fucking problem because they're basically accepted heretics to begin with, um, but entirely necessary ones. So, yeah, um, it's uh, it's always concerning um, that someone would be held in stasis as well um, because they're they're clearly a high high value target of some sort. Um, but yes, uh, it's a fairly official report, but also very very high priority. Um, you can understand why the um, arbitrator took it upon himself to divert from his mission um, to apprehend this man. All right, why don't we bring him over here to have a conversation? We've got a selection of these lovely chairs. Could you escort the prisoner to us, Lyric? Would that be possible? Um, Yeah, and I just kind of brandish my uh, whip at him threateningly and just say, get the fuck up, up, up. He, um, you can see uh, he, he, he's kind of like having some difficulty getting up, um, but you can also see him kind of doing that, um, like he seems to almost be running equations with his hand in the air, uh, and then uh, he kind of um, shoots you a lopsided grin, and he's like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, of course. Um, hey, just, just so you know, um, I just ran uh, the radius on your whip there. Uh, it would hit those walls. Uh, that's, a, that's a bad weapon for, for in here. Do you have like a gun? Shut up and move. I'm trying. My legs don't will, work right I now. I will fucking stun all of us. Move. Uh, okay. okay I, and he starts I, I dragging have... himself across the deck. Okay. And Mary. I okay. And I I haul up. I I put an arm like roughly under his armpit and 
try to get him up. Um, Wonderful. Thank you. Cool. So uh, you kind of get, get him to standing. Um, and uh, he's, you know, like hitting his leg, just being like, wake up, damn it. Um, and uh, finally, he's able to kind of take a couple halting steps. Um, he goes to fall forward again. Um, and I feel like you're not going to like fall down with him. Uh, and, um, all of a sudden you hear a war of servos and, um, several mismatched, um, mechanical spider limbs shoot out of his back and kind of catch him on the various sides, uh, of the, um, uh, machines. He's like, oh, good, good. They still work. Good. Good work, boys. Okay. Um, and then he starts like spider pulling himself through the, uh, the sort of body of the ship. Wonderful. Have a seat, Holdren. Impressive, impressive limbs. Lyric, if you could join us, uh, I do actually agree with our new, uh, shall we say, uh, mechanically-minded friend. A gun would be nice. Not that whips aren't great, but a gun would be better. Yeah, and I... I kind (laughs) of... Reluctantly, but also, like, admitting that, yeah, that that was fucking stupid. Put my, um... Put the whip away and draw my auto pistol. Do you do it in that begrudging way that is like a, this is my choice? Yes. <laughs> okay, great. hundred percent. I've decided 100%. I have a weapon I like more. It has nothing yeah. to do with you. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, good. Um, okay. So um, he, uh, he throws up again off the side of his chair and he's like, I am so sorry about that. This stuff tastes terrible. If you can avoid it, I would highly recommend you don't get yourself frozen. Do you know? Well, so what sounds- year is it? That sounds incredibly reasonable. Uh, so you're vomiting. My insides are on my outsides. We're all having a journey. Here. Oh, so, geez. Uh, the question I have for you is kind of an important one, and I would like to frame this uh, as the heretic heretic problem. Uh, I've read your file. It's craftily written by whoever did it. It's what I'd done. They put you in kind of that top ten most wanted list, but let you sit at about number eight so no one knew how Ooh, big a deal you were. Number eight? Oh, yes, congratulations. Did all the spider and arms do like of me? From what I can tell, you are deserving of more. But the question is, there are heretics, those consulting with chaos, with demons trying ah. to drag the Imperium into the darkness. Oh. Or there are heretics, those who don't entirely get along with, shall we say, the Adeptus Mechanicus's interpretations of the holy texts of the Omnissiah. Where would you define yourself on that spectrum? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, down with chaos. Uh, boo those guys. Um, not not a fan. Um, listen, this is going to be kind of hard to explain outside of the, the Mechanicus. Uh, you know, you're one of them inquisitorial fellows, right? Well, that's what I get for wearing the rosette. Yes, yeah, really. It's, uh, it's a pretty clear indicator, just like all my robot bits, you know, kind of make me a, a clear uh, uh, robot guy. Um, well, if you're not on Team Chaos at the front, I will tell you, I am Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. This is Lyric, one of my companions in a bounty hunter, and this is Alto, pilot, also a bit of a tech enthusiast. Oh, hey, that's uh, a nice rig you got. Uh, oh, th- this old thing? Oh, I, uh, th- thanks. Don't uh, talk just... to him. Don't talk to him. <laughs> well, his let's... robot, like one of his servos, kind of goes over and shakes your servo, just over uh, your I'll... shoulders. Alto like retracts like if lyrics like, <laughs> oh, 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 up, like oh, oh no oh, no you're getting away nope just try to oh. talk to him could be for you or it could be for me and I don't want to risk <laughs> yeah, it yeah okay okay sorry I guess <laughs> it was you're... to both of you I was like yeah. looking between both yeah. of you and saying customs yeah. are different where you're from that's fair um all right but uh, it's a pleasure to meet you there uh, sir inquisitor uh, scary lady um, robot boy 
Um, uh, my name is Haldren Blackhand, uh, tech priest of Mars, uh, as you can probably see. Oh, these robes need a cleaning. Anyway, um, look, uh, this is going to be hard to explain to people outside the cult. Uh, but what you got to understand is, uh, well, I mean, maybe, maybe Robot Boy here knows it. Um, uh, there's a spirit in, in the machines uh, that, that, that powers them. Uh, it flows through all of them. It's, it's very important. Um, and one of the problems with this unending war situation we find ourselves in is, uh, you know, sometimes a tech priest like myself gets deployed to the front. And it's my job to keep all the machines working, which is great. I love machines. I love keeping the spirit alive. But I got to tell you, Imperial Guard, are any of y'all Imperial Guard? He looks specifically at Lyric. And I just, I give him the look that I'm giving now, which is just like squinty eyes. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Ah, I thought you were too hard for a guard. All right, great. Listen, the Imperial Guard are real squishy. They're not great with their flashlights and they, uh, a lot of their shit gets wrecked. And uh, that's what happened to me. Uh, I was watching these beautiful machines uh, die. And uh, I realized that, uh, you know, maybe I could save them. So uh, I just started adding stuff on, you know? And just keeping the spirits alive. I've become a vessel for the machine spirits. Not the machine spirit in, like, capital letters, but, like, all the little ones. I'm, like, holding them inside me and becoming the vessel of them. But in order to do that, I need to constantly improve myself, you see? We just don't go far enough. Like, listen, you're an inquisitor. You know about the Necrons, right? Eh, you know, they're scary robots. Uh, But here's the thing. If you shoot them, and I think you're going to like this, scary lady, because, like, you, you seem like you kill a lot of people, um... Because you, your first instinct was to draw a whip, which means you mean business. Uh, you shoot these motherfuckers, they just get right back up. They just pull themselves back together. And that's great. Can you imagine if we could all do that? I just don't understand why we don't all uh, go for that. So all I'm going to say, I kind of pissed off my, uh, you know, siblings, my brothers, my sisters, my siblings in the uh, the order of mechanicus there. Because, uh, you know, they think there's rules. And those rules are kind of outdated, I think. I think... I'm not saying we should become the Necrons because, like, fuck those guys. But, like, we could be better, right? So, hence my improvements. And I ran afoul of some people, maybe installed some shit I shouldn't have installed. And they don't much like saying that I uh, have the spirits within me, you know? And as he says that, he kind of extends his arms and all of the the kind of mismatched bits start to kind of, like, almost form wings behind him. Like, he he goes from being kind of, like, a, a, a goofy, like, character in a robe to actually kind of like vaguely impressive and scary in a vaguely mechanical spider god kind of way. Um, and then they all shrug in unison. He's like, anyway, so that's how I found myself living in a freezer. Um, Alto um, kind of eyes Valentine up and down, just the haggard state that he's in uh, and, and just says, uh, so uh, what, what do we think of that kind of, attitude about fixing ourselves up Necron style. Is that, do we like that? I don't, I don't get it. Well, I think that might be more of something our friend could have in his own particular interest. Do you have any understanding of human biology that doesn't require, shall we say, mechanical replacement or enhancement? Oh yeah. You gotta know what you're cutting out. So you know what to put back in. Am I right? Wonderful. Well, as you notice, my companion Lyric here is heavily injured to the point of non-functionality. <laughs> non-functionality. So I was wondering, could you perhaps perform some healing on Lyric and we could see if this 
story adds up. I don't want to sound mistrustful. You seem like a lovely human being. We all love the emperor. So if you could just demonstrate the skills you've said you had, then we'll know if it all checks out. Okay, I should tell you, better at putting robot bits in than just fixing the fleshy bits. But I can see what I can do. Well, you're not really selling me on the skills, but we have yeah. no other options. Hey, man, so I, fix, I fix vehicles. And I mean, our bodies are kind of vehicles. But I, I, I'm better at cutting fingers off and replacing them with robot fingers than I am fixing a finger. But it looks like your friend's about to die. So maybe let me try, huh? Yes, I agree. Let's, let's roll the dice on that one. So I'll assist how I can. Also, you keep flying. Just focus over there. <coughs> Lyric? Also, if this you... goes to shit, you use your fucking code word. Uh, and screw these guys. Uh, where is, we're in a ship. Where is he going to go? This is so needlessly hostile. We could just be happy. You realize people who express positive emotions actually have better prognosis Val- over the time. It's Valentine, safe. I have seen you kill too many people at a whim. But I, I, don't, I don't trust you. All right, then. Just well, to we're going to have to trust the heretic and myself with your innards. So I yeah. think this is going to work out. My option is death otherwise, so yeah, let's fucking do this. I mean, look, I, I know I just met you guys because I was frozen in a locker for a hundred years or whatever the fuck, but I gotta tell you, he's right. Every time I, I have gr- to, like, cut a finger off, I'm like, ah, that hurts, but, I, you know, I'm like, oh, but I'm gonna get a cooler one. So just lay back, relax, you already got a cool nifty robot leg. We'll just I'm see what we can do. To this. Cool, great. Then, uh, then we have no worries Jesus. here. Um, and, uh, he, I don't know uh, Jesus is, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I met that guy. Uh, okay. Well, um, I guess sorry for this. Um, and, um, to the, the kind of like, um, uh, spindly spider arms, just kind of like, basically pin you back against the wall. Um, and, uh, then, um, the rest of them, and again, I want to be crystal clear that this isn't like Tony Stark, like visually it's in a similar fashion to that, but it's not like, it's really slick. It's, it's 40 K. Um, but also 40 (laughs) K basement Doc Ock. Yeah. Yeah. But also like, yeah, like Doc Ock by way of fallout. (laughs) Like it's just like a bunch of like mismatched, like one of them has pistons for some reason. Um, but, um, it's almost like watching a, a mechanical weaving machine where it's just like all of these arms are kind of like rapidly darting in. Um, and it's uncomfortable and blunt. There's no artistry to this. Um, but, uh, it, it's a little bit like getting a tooth pulled where it's like, you know, you're just in so much pain. It's kind of overwhelming and it's unpleasant, but you understand it's necessary. Like he's not yeah. ripping you up. And I can tell you this, uh, for a fact, uh, cause I ruled a success, a triumph and a threat. So like, he's very good at this apparently ish. Yeah. Um, oh, so, wait, uh, go ahead and, um, we'll stay. What are you at right now? Health wise. You're at one. Um, something I've, dumb? Got, I've got three, three left. Okay. Bump yourself up to a five. Well, that's something. Um, you get the sense that he's mostly patched you up. Like this isn't a, this is definitely a field dressing, um, but it's certainly better than what you had. Um, so it's not going to get gangrenous. Uh, no, that is actually something he's tremendously good at because if you're thinking about like someone self-installing weird servo bits on themselves, they'd have to be pretty fucking good, particularly since he's admitted that a lot of these were like vehicles on a battlefield. Like, yeah. this guy doesn't fuck with germs. Because <laughs> he would be dead immediately. Um, 
Cool. So um, with that, the um, uh, the pins kind of slide out uh, of your shoulders. You drop to the ground, and it's it's one of those awful yeah. like you kind of you can feel everything is is like at least tucked in for now. Um, it doesn't feel good, yeah. but it feels better if that makes any sense. So that's it. Hey, she can talk. That means I didn't kill her. Ha <laughs> ha! First time for everything, and all the arms like ching 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 as they dust their hands off. <laughs> I, I so, just I just go and lay down on the floor, be like, well, I guess I have to heal on my fucking own time. So, so Tom, uh, having watched that as Valentine, uh, he would have tried to figure out how much was dumb luck versus the guy actually being skilled. Um, it's again the the thing is like there is skill there. Where you were noticing the biggest deficiencies is that again he's used to like okay, I'll just cut this out and replace it with something made of metal admittedly kind of easier like if it's if the finger's broken i don't need to fix the finger i'll just fucking cut it off and replace it with something that works having to actually try and fix things isn't really his forte but he's not bad at doing the cutting and he's not bad at doing the sewing so like weirdly it seems like he's actually pretty decent at this uh, admittedly not as as proficient as he would be if he was doing replacements but no it doesn't seem it's not like he just lucked out and like the dice were good it's this is within his proficiency largely again because he's used to doing it on himself also, if you're hard enough to cut parts of yourself off and replace them with robot bits, you're probably actually, like, you're pretty good at it or you're dead. It's the same thing with the gangrene piece, right? Right. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Okay, so I think and then... grimdark. <laughs> you have to be good at surgery in a grimdark universe. <laughs> Stub your yeah. toe, bam, your family's dead. Like, you know, you've got to be careful. Yeah. Uh-oh, Nurgle. Uh, <laughs> so I, I should use I my anti-chaos band-aids. Yeah, the Inquisitor will then submit himself to treatment uh, afterwards. Oh, okie dokie. We're setting up a whole assembly line here. I like it. Yeah, uh, so you, you guys like are fun. Second. You guys are fun. Uh, I'm going to give him a boost dice because he just did this, so he's got confidence now. Great. <laughs> and can I use a story <laughs> dice? Because I'm very injured and I would like him to do better. We'll say the Inquisitor is extra hardy after his series of accidents and bionic replacements. Sure. Beep boop. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Hey, this is Nero Abagnale from... uh 
Warhammer 40,000 The Valentine Heresy. And look, if you want to help support us in pulling back the curtain on uh, some of the mysteries of the galaxy, like, uh, you know, figuring out what all this Horus stuff means or uh, finding these uh, these uh, new men, well, we're going to need your help. So for just the cost of a dollar a month, you can join our, our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And yeah, for just that, you can talk to other fans in the Discord, swap theories about uh, the nature of the Golden Throne, uh, about, you know, what really happened back in the day you can really get to the heart of things or you know at five dollars you can listen to this very show ad free uh, as well as some of our other shows uh at fifteen dollars you can add some names to the shows you can hear your own uh you know names showing up and stuff and at twenty five dollars you can create your very own character who will go with us on some of our adventures as well as uh, getting your name added to the credits which is a a good way to immortalize yourself you know like like horace did when he got his name added to the credits of history you know so uh if you want to be like horace go to uh patreon.com slash dumdumdice it's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E, and, you know, we'll figure this out together. Oh, two successes, one advantage. Uh, I'm going to cancel the advantage um, off of the threat from um, Lyric Surgery, but I still have two successes. Um, So given that it's a less good roll than what um, I got with uh, Lyric, I'll say, um, Ryan, you can uh, heal one. Great. God, uh, this world is fucking brutal. <laughs> well, you're also not like you're not talking to a medic. You're talking to a weird spider robot. Just yeah. like, but yes, it is. I'm just uh, so used to like, oh, rolling dice. Oh, I recover my You can roll my hit dice. Oh, cool. I didn't kill the medic. Yeah, I, I slept overnight. That basically means I was just born and am twenty and in, oh. in peak physical condition. So I think the moment he's like stapled and kind of uncomfortable, he'll kind of go back to the co-pilot seat and be like, all right, Acri, I know, I think we hooked you up to the speakers. Uh, Acri. Yeah, I'm here. How long is it going to take us to arrive at planets? I don't actually know the name. Whatever Vicodin's planet is, Glasgow Vicodin. Oh, uh, yeah, it had another name in the files, but uh, I believe these days, it, uh, according to the random drifts I'm getting here, it's uh, Vicodin Prime. All right. How long will our journey be to Vicodin Prime? Um, I mean, the uh, the warp drive in this isn't great. Uh, by my reckoning, about five days. All right. So it's five days real time for us. We won't know how much time travels in the years. Here's an interesting fact, friend. Oh, uh, Haldron, here's the deal. We're trying to save the Emperor from a cabal of people who are going to murder him in what our vision seemed relatively concerned and pretty exactly about a year. Now... I'm aware of everyone here not necessarily knowing entirely that much about the warp. Here's an interesting fact. Uh, The warp exists entirely outside of the real universe, which means we could be traveling for an hour, and that means the journey could have taken a second in the real galaxy, or it could have taken a hundred years in the real galaxy. We have no way to know. It's very elastic. So I have to assume, based on the vision, especially because we've shared it, he, like, points over it, Lyric... That it's going to be based somewhat on our schedule. Otherwise, it's impossible to know. And I think it'd be very strange if we were given this kind of vision uh, only to be doomed because we had to warp somewhere the first time. So we'll deal with that. Uh, We've got five days, rest and recovery, and then planning. Holdren, what do you know about uh, planets, rogue trader? I need to take a rogue trader alive who owns a world. And I don't know the best way to do that. <laughs> um, and uh, all of the mechanical fingers t- 
try and do like a hmm on his chin, but there isn't enough chin. So it's like just tapping random parts of his face. Um, one of them's like tapping his, his like um, sort of glass uh, eyepiece, uh, which is super unsettling. Um, and he's like, uh, honestly, I got to tell you, I, uh, I've never really dealt with uh, with rogue traders. Um, they don't really believe in the machine spirit. It's a real pain in my ass. So um, I'm not too sure. But I mean, uh, you know, I'd say like much like taking anyone alive. Uh, maybe you can get like a, an arbitrator guy like the guy who got me to just like sneak up and, you know, just bam, take you out. while you're trying to replace one of your toes? Oh, oh, wait. And he like. Looks down at his foot and he's missing a toe and he's like, Camper, damn it. I <sighs> I had a real good bionic toe lined up. This well, is you know, uh, disappointing. We can see what we've got around the ship. I think you've posed a very interesting question. One, can you find yourself another toe or build one? I mm. think that's a good project for five days. And two, knowing this was an arbitrator ship, might there be an extra uniform? Uh, so <laughs> that'll be Valentine's big searches. Is there arbitrator uniforms or armor here? Cool. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, uh, there is not. Uh, it seems reasonable that there would be. Um, as I think uh, over the, the span of the five days, you have some time to actually go through this guy's logs. Um, and this was, uh, it seems this was a bit of a panicked mission um, to um, Galen's gift. Uh, garden? Gift? Whichever one you're just on. Um, yeah. Garden. Garden, I think, yeah. Trend. Because I think uh, <laughs> Gift gift was your That's planet. where we were from. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Galen's Garden. Um, <clears throat> it uh, it seemed basically like this guy kind of thought he was going to be gone for like a couple of days. So there's um, – you, you do find um, there's a couple of undersuits. So like those those sort of jumpsuit um, material that you would wear kind of under the armor. Um mm. You also get the sense that he might have packed other things, but if he did, um, they were stripped off the ship. But admittedly, given that the the people of Tren only had one broken ass suit, uh, you get the sense that likely uh, there there wasn't. Um, that said, um, you do find um, some trappings. Um, so you know, there's there's again there's undersuits, so you can kind of patch up your clothes. You can switch into those. Um, they won't fit. They'd probably fit Valentine okay. They're going to be a little bit um, big on uh, Lyric and Alto. But given that all of your shit is currently shredded and or Hawaiian shirt material, um, really not a bad call. Um, what uh, what would you like to spend your five days doing? <clears throat> I'm going to say um, with a bit of rest, um, you can all regain two wounds. Yes. Which, again, admittedly, I, I cannot stress this highly enough. Uh, any real exertion, these things go away real fast. Uh, you can almost think of them as temporary hit points in a D&D sense. Um, but you are – you do get an actual chance to, like, sleep and recover, and that helps enormously. that help with strain? Oh, yes. Uh, I would say your your strain um, – I'll let you recover your entire strain from the, the five days. Oh, that's nice. Um, because strain is more mental, and, like, actually resting would just make that go away, whereas wounds are, like – just resting for five days isn't going to, like, put Valentine's yeah. guts back in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think once a course has been set, that kind of takes care of that for Alto piloting the ship, right? So I think he would want to assist Lyric um, and Valentine in recovering. So if he can be of any assistance to help them heal faster, better, if there's anything on board the ship that can be repaired to 
medically assist them or anything like that, similar to the hospital clinic where he helped with that yep. uh, no, that's like a good medical point. unit. Um, okay, so uh, Tyler, uh, do you have any r- ranks in uh, Medicaid? Uh, or no, Latin no career medicine-ish. Okay, you raise a good point ranks. about um, your experience in the hospital um, back uh, in not Jurassic Park. Um, so go ahead and give yourself a rank in Medicaid. Okay. Um, because I think between fixing the machine and assisting in the surgery, you've actually, like, I think if there's one thing we can say about kind of how Alto's brain works, like, I think you pick things up very quickly if they're within your your sphere. Yeah, as long as he has kind of, like, a way to relate it to stuff he already knows, I think he picks it up quickly. Well, and, and before would, and stuff like the warp and chaos and stuff like that is, like, so far over sure. his head that he has no, like, touchstone for it. But I feel like in a lot of ways, as we've just described with um, um, Haldren, uh, weirdly, like the human body is it, – it's a its a flesh machine, but it's a machine. And I think also when you were repairing um, the diagnostic things, you likely got a, a – almost like – it's not that you studied it. But you like flipped through the tech manual on like, oh, yeah, okay, I understand that this – oh, I see. This is meant to do – Sutures, 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 Jesus, sutures. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I I like that a lot. So uh, take one rank in that um, and then uh, go ahead and roll me uh, a roll for each of them, please. Okay. And I think first we'll likely think of this more as like um, uh, almost more of a a nurse attending to them. So like you're changing their bandages, you're scanning for infections, you're doing that sort of thing rather than actually trying to do anything surgical. It's really just like um, care and maintenance. Um, which, as we all know, is often more important than the surgery itself, because without the care and maintenance, you just fucking die. <laughs> um, are we looking for a difficulty to put to put my role against? Yes. Um, how many wounds? What is uh, what's the differential between your threshold and current uh, Alto and Valentine? Or sorry, Lyric and Valentine. One day I'll get it right. Probably on the final. Uh, episode. I have one third of my total health. I have five of fifteen right now. Okay. Uh, so including cut, the two you added for yep. transit. So let's uh, divide that in half. So we'll say difficulty of three for rounding up uh, for for Valentine. Uh, Valentine and um, uh, Lyric, what are you at? I'm at seven of 12. Seven of 12. Uh, okay, we'll sit yours at a four, please. Okay. Okay. Uh, and currently we are at three and three for story points. I'll use a story point for each role because okay. I think <laughs> just I, Alto doesn't want to screw this up and make us worse than when we left. Uh, understood. <laughs> uh, so I'll also give you um, a boost dice from um, Haldron helping. Okay. Um, just because he can also kind of explain, like particularly on um, – well, yeah, he healed both of them. So he can explain kind of like, oh, yeah, I had to staple this fold. Don't touch that fold. That's right. uh, okay. that's that's really holding. That's that's just holding in kidneys. You, you really, if you fuck with that, uh, yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. So this first roll is for Valentine. Great. It was a wash, which I'm okay. I'm totally fine. Glad it wasn't worse. <laughs> and, and again, like based on the way we've described this, that makes perfect sense. You clean his bandages. Uh, you don't make anything worse. You don't make anything better. But you know, it's helpful. Okay. Um. One, two, three, four difficulty, and we're still using one blue for um, yes. Aldrin helping? Okay. Yep. So this one is for Lyric. Two failures. 
Sorry. Okay. Um, so, uh, Laura, if you could please take two strain. Um, you would rather, uh, I kind of imagine like an injured lyric being a bit like I just finished Red Dead. So I've got a cowboy thing on my brain right now, but I kind of feel like much like, uh, someone living in the old West, you just kind of want to go sit in a quarter, drink whiskey and like grit your teeth through it. And having someone kind of like actually like provide care is, is more stressful than it is pleasant. It's just like, there's like, fuck off and let me bleed here, please. I don't. It's also wanna... just like not Alto's role to care for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm fine if I'm just mad, but if you're doing like sweet, caring things, it makes me <laughs> matter, but in the wrong way. Uh, great. Okay. It's not emotionally stunted at all. Of course yeah, no. not. What? No, she's fine. Grim, dark future, well rounded, adjusted people. It, it's <laughs> um,. Therapy wasn't discovered until the 41st millennium. Um, okay. If only Horace had gone to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I have this no. problem with my dad. <laughs> and how does that make you feel? I, like I want to commit a heresy. Uh, Erebus tells me it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Erebus jumped off a cliff, would you do it? Maybe. Um, yeah, the books really went downhill. Um, I'm sure he'll be back. Um, great. So, um we know that's what Alto is doing. Uh, Lyric, what do you think you'd be doing over the five days? Keeping um, in mind, a good chunk of that is dealing with how injured you are. So, like, this isn't a um, yeah, like a, a proper like. Oh, I got five days to myself. What am I gonna do? It's kind of like a what can you do in a day where you're real fucked up? Yeah. Well, well, I I'm definitely like spending time because I'm like I I had a fucking heal, so it's just kind of me like kind of like willing myself to just like all right, be still, don't move, you're cool. Um, but. I, in my in kind of quieter moments, um, I would my mind is kind of drifting to the space that I occupied with Heinrich when mm-hmm, he spoke mm-hmm. to me in my head because I think that was kind of like an awakening. I felt like kind of like part of my brain active that I hadn't really been consciously aware of before. Mm-hmm. And so with him dead, I'm still very pissed off about this. I'm like, I, I, I kind of have to figure this out on my own, I guess, if I'm going to figure it out at all. So it's more just me like kind of testing my brain and cool. if I can focus on that space again. Laura, when you um, initially conceived of Lyric uh, mm-hmm. and you decided you kind of wanted to go the psychic route, um, which psychic discipline were you thinking of? Um, um, for those of you listening and watching at home, um, in Dark Heresy, uh, there are five um, different psychic disciplines. There's biomancy, which is um, like kind of using your psychic powers to jack yourself up, um, give yourself a greater strength. It's brawn related. Um, there's divination, um, which uh, is cunning, associated with cunning, which is obviously, um, you know, the, <laughs> the fucking Robert Downey Jr. Looking uh, I can imagine a fight. Gains of fate. Um, as well as uh, kind of glancing into the warp and into the future. Um, pyromancy, which uh, means that if uh, the cool kids dump a bucket of pig's blood on you, um, you just really fuck them up, yep. um, uh, which is willpower. Telekinesis, um, which is uh, moving objects uh, with your mind, uh, Jean Grey style. It's intellect-based or telepathy, reading people's minds, Jean Grey style, uh, which is presence. Which of those were you thinking was was the latent ability? So I was thinking divination because I think that would have helped her a lot in her situation. Um, 
as yeah. a bounty hunter. Like that's why she was good, even though she like she took down you know in in hand to hand combat a lot of the time people that were tougher than her. Mm-hmm. And I think she kind of was subconsciously using kind of like the barrier mechanism, which is like you can kind of see again, yeah, like it's exactly the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock, Sherlock, which is like yeah. you kind of. S- see just in advance exactly how things are going to play out. Well, for anyone who's, who's listened to uh, Dumb Scum and Villainy, our, our Star Wars show, I'm a, a firm believer of the idea that, like, everyone manipulates the Force in their own way, and, like, Han Solo's luck is just the Force acting in a way he understands it to. Hence why he can dodge Greedo's shot at point-blank range. Fuck you, George Lucas. Um, but yes, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. It also ties nicely into being able to share the vision with Valentine. Yeah. Um, because uh, obviously that's more of a, a divination thing. Not that he's a For psyker, sure. but that's the, the nature of it. Um, cool. <clears throat> so go ahead and give yourself a rank in uh, divination, please. Um, because you Huzzah. can't really control it yet, um, I would be inclined to say the, the way we'll treat this for now is um, if it's a dire situation, it might just happen by accident. Uh, we're gonna, basically going to play um, Teenage X-Men rules, where it's like, mm-hmm. I don't really know what my powers are, but like sometimes it just happens. Um, yep. Alternatively, if it's a situation where it seems like that would be the thing, uh, we'll lean on it then. Um, a lot of the horror video games we've been playing lately, it would be like if you're walking into um, a context situation where it's just like, if you have this, then you get this additional piece. Yeah, Um okay. Until you're trained. When you're trained, you can start actively being uh, similar to how um, Iris uses her um, abilities in uh, Blood and Syrup, where it's just like, I can kind of occasionally get a sense of like, this is what's coming, but it's not like a click on, click off. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Um, so I'll still like take like the strain and everything that happens. Yes. Like, well, I still use, you'll still use the powers mechanically. Yes, but right, yeah, basically okay. it's it, – as we deal with kind of the unlocking of this, it's – you can use the powers, but you can't necessarily control them yet. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, great. I can't, um, I can't wait to, uh, to, um, to, to trigger Perils of the Warp where we just accidentally kill gotta us Gotta tell all. you, I can't wait for that either. Um, <laughs> and then uh, – cool. Okay, that's great. So – yeah, um, you can't uh, kind of like feel Heinrich there anymore, but also I think for you, based on kind of your background and how you think about things, my guess would be it's less a Jedi looking for Force ghosts being like, oh, I hope my old master will show up and help, and more like, hey, motherfucker, are you in my head? Because if you're in mm-hmm. my head, I'm going to get you. Um, <laughs> so you don't feel any trace of him. Um, however, uh, it is something that you're kind of vaguely aware of now. Um, cool. cool. Great. Uh, and uh, finally, Valentine, how do you spend your five days? Uh, I think he'd probably do kind of like two things with varying amounts of like, do people buy in or not? One mm-hmm. is he'd try to teach lyric what he could about uh, like Astra Militarum kind of language and like, Essentially, right now he works with two people who are kind of hive trash, and he might need them to be able to be able to fake being more worldly. 100%. So he needs, like, Lyric to theoretically be able to appear like a worldly bounty hunter. Uh, And he might, while supervising, see if he can get uh, Haldren to try to teach uh, Alto some of the basics of just, like, how you walk if you're a mechanic of nobody. And, like, maybe a basic can't, just because... We can't hide Alto's mechadendrite in his face, so better to blend in than not. 100%. 
Um, okay, so basically, trash. so good and true. Uh, we have a a five day um, My Fair Lady or Pygmalion montage of like, <laughs> um, you know, it's a lot of you know like hastily constructed whiteboards um, and really like Haldren and Valentine kind of holding court. Um, Haldren, uh, the more time you spend with him, um, he does actually seem very very smart and very capable. Um, for you, Valentine, his his theories and his understanding of the machine spirit are kind of bonkers at the same time. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong lore wise, but I feel like the machine spirit is gently viewed with like a bit of an eye roll by everyone who isn't a tech priest. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah sure. Cool. Whatever you got to do, man, just make sure my tank drives. Yeah. I think it's like, theoretically it's used a little casually, like how people name their cars currently. Like, yeah, yeah. if you're a Titan or a, like a battleship, you probably have a legit personality amongst all the AI code, but like your calculator doesn't have a spirit. I think he'd kind of look at Haldren as probably like a useful kind of problematic person, which mm -hmm. is like, if this guy ever starts to succeed, I have to kill him. Totally. But I think he's crazy and wrong. So instead he can just be useful until he either well, fails or learns. And admittedly, as, as useful heretics go, um, everything is self-focused. So it's not like he's trying to preach to other people like you should become this. He's like, oh, no, it's me, though. Like, I, I, they all got to live in me. I'll just I'll just carry all the robots until we can figure out a good place for them to live. Um, so, yeah, he's he's really just like a, a delightfully eccentric collector. But, yeah, the, between the two of you, um, you managed to kind of catch them up a bit. Now, given that both uh, the physical players and the characters um, aren't well versed in the 40K lingo and such, um, Ryan will probably lean on you for, like, basically running translation, which means... Uh, Laura and Tyler, don't worry about actually having to have these terms. I don't fucking have these terms in hand. Um, instead, just kind of say what you're going to say. And if need be, um, Ryan, just chime in with like, it's this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or it maybe just I'll be like, you probably would wear something like this. You could pick out the right thing. Like, we'll keep Because I still see it as light in that regard. Yes. I, I mean, I wouldn't say no to like a document that I can read <laughs> that would like give me a primer on this stuff. Just give her the rule. Keep book. that in mind. <laughs> Here you go. Um, but regardless, uh, I, oh, sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, I was going to say, the other thing I think he'd build into this, because a lot of it's just whiteboard shit, which is no. there. Uh, they're both, as far as he can tell, completely hopeless in close combat. Like, Lyric has been stomped every single time, and people are too injured to spar. But I think he'd try, if they're willing to do, like, kata for, like, a half hour a day of just, like, here's how you don't get stabbed by a giant tiger monster. Would you both engage and in that? would be like, hey, we're going to fight them again? Just like, <laughs> just like completely just say like, I thought, I thought that part was done. Uh, you like look at concerned, like you tap into Acri and, and he's like, no, don't worry there, champ. We're not going back to that planet. I, I don't even have the codes. I don't even know where it was. <laughs> I miss my ship. <laughs> um, yeah, Alto would be... Uh, um, Eager is not the right word. He would be open to, to, to learning. Yeah. It's like learning how to put the, um, the safety vest on in an airplane. Like, I don't want to have to jump out of the plane into the ocean. But it would probably be good to know. I would like to know uh, which tube I have to blow in. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to learn this, but I have been on a plane that crashed is kind of... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that, you're watching that video in a world where 60% of planes go down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, this this is very useful. Um, yeah. How about you, Lyric? Um, I, from my position, which is like 
in the corner laying down on my back with my eyes closed, I just like <laughs> to Valentine, I just, I just say aloud, like, well, I'll watch you do it. And then when my insides aren't at risk of falling out of me again, then I'll practice. Oh, uh, just sorry. holds up some duct tape and is like, I can help. Well, I mean, I, I didn't realize that you were so much more fragile than I am. But you know what? I'll mock through these and maybe one day you'll be strong enough to be able to nope. do them yourself. No, nope, you're not going to fucking goad me like that. Good try. Oh, no. oh, you'll try. Oh, that's that's good. You know, that's very impressive. The emperor loves an effort. That almost Just works. do your thing. I'm fucking watching. Yeah. Well, that's um, what they always say about learning how to fight. Better to watch a few and then you're ready. Uh, um, I, I hate you. I and hate with that, uh, <laughs> Alto... I don't have the skills to keep you two from killing each other. Please. <laughs> well, uh, just don't skilled. worry. After after all her not practice, neither will Lyric. Uh, uh, and then Haldron just raises all of his arms and one organic arm and says, uh, uh, a, uh, I call dibs on her leg. Um, and uh, with that, the motley crew... Uh, of the ship uh, continues their training as they sail through the warp towards Vicodin Prime. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto. Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric. And our Game Master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord of Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Check out this place. You'd love to retire here? 
Two. Out now on podcast platforms across the galaxy.